Hello folks, how you going? And welcome to another episode of Daughter Talks, where I prepare myself for the big ticket conversations I'll be having with my lovely little Aoife Daisy Jacobs. Aoife Daisy Jacobs, she's only nine weeks old. Oh, I can't believe it. She's in double figures yet? She's not in double figures of anything yet. She's in triple zeros. <laughs> That's a onesie joke for the mums and dads out there. Who, uh, who enjoy uh, putting, trying to line up those little press studs in the old onesies. Oh, man. You know what's good? The zip ones. They zip up from the leg right up to the top. They're the best ones. Anyway, well, I'm not here to talk about that, though it is incredibly frustrating. Anyone, future parents, buy the zip-up onesies. Don't get the press studs. Oh, good. Point made. So um, every podcast, I pick a topic more or less that I know, I know my little daughter's going to ask me. She's going to ask me a question. I've got to have an answer ready. She might even be listening to this in the future. Well, this is it. She might come to me and say, Dad, what about this? What about that? And I'll say, love, I'm so glad you asked because I made a podcast about it. And then all I have to do is just send her the link. Hey, that's not what, no, I'm not going to do that, am I? I'm going to sit down, I'm going to have a heart-to-heart with my lovely little daughter, and we're going to get possibly an answer to a lot of questions, and today's question is, Dad, 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 Dad. People say you've got to ask the universe. You've got to ask the universe. If you ask the universe for something, it'll give it to you eventually. And she's going to say, is that true, Dad? Is it true? And I'm going to say to her, love, no. I know. I'm going to say no. Depends, love, I'm going to say. Depends. But I think the way that most people understand it, the answer is no. No. There's probably a number of you listening to this now going out. This is very controversial because this is the philosophy for a new age. This is the means to a new end. For most people who are spiritual or self-aware or have a greater, appear to have a greater comprehension of the meaning of life, this is their catchphrase. Ask the universe and you shall receive. Mm. Unfortunately, no. No. And then, of course, my little baby girl will say, "Uh, Dad, could you please clarify? Could you please elaborate? And I'll be like, I'm so glad you asked. There's a couple of things to remember here. Firstly, we have to define the terms. And it's always the way. And there's a term I would like to define in the first instance. Pure consciousness. Because really that's what we're talking about. And many of you are going, oh, I've heard that phrase before. Have I? No, I haven't. I haven't. What's it mean? Well, we've all heard consciousness before. All that time in our lives where we're not asleep, that's conscious time, isn't it? And then we're asleep or we've hit ourselves in the head or someone else has hit us in the head. We are unconscious, conscious, unconscious, conscious, unconscious, conscious, unconscious. So what is pure consciousness, Adam? Well, it's something else again, isn't it? Consciousness as we understand it, the the waking time in our life, is a time for us to exercise and appreciate and develop 
things like our personality and our sense of self constructs creations they are they are creations that we have manifested because we're social beings we have to get along so in order to do that we have this thing called self essentially which is often expressed through the thing we call personality and self is the social mechanism that allows us to get along and do all the things we need to do to keep the species going I'll say no more about that. So, if we are aware of self, which is really what is happening in the waking hours of our lives, we have awareness of the parts of the machine that we are, then that's not consciousness, really. It's part of the... Part of consciousness. Consciousness is part of the machine. So really, that waking, waking time in our life is awareness time. That's really what it should be referred to as, awareness, if we want it. So we come up with the term pure consciousness. For my purposes, I'm going to define it in a particular way. Pure consciousness is not motivated, does not exist as a consequence of personality or self, sense of self. In fact, you can't align the two. Pure consciousness is the state of being. And some of you have heard, oh, crikey, this all sounds a bit... Uh, it's wishy-washy. Wishy-washy. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. To be or not to be. Yeah, hey. Hey, this sounds familiar, don't we? Now, we being is really an, an important state that we do need to have some understanding of if we ever are going to accept that it's possible in any way to ask the universe for something. People have been asking the universe for something ever since we turned our heads to the skies and went, why? Wait on a second, why? <laughs> In other words, God, for as long as people have been turning to the gods and saying, hey mate, uh, how about a little hand? Can I have some help here, please? So asking the universe is not a new concept. What we do need to know is that the universe is a pure consciousness and this is really important. Does that mean that the universe is aware of itself? No. Like I've already said, you can't align pure consciousness and a sense of self. Self is a construct. Self, in its own right, exists for no other purpose beyond what it has to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
everything in the universe, the universe that is pure in its consciousness, exists only in a way that is necessary for what it has to do within a given time and space. Like our fingernails, for example. A fingernail doesn't have a personality. Fingernails don't have a sense of self. Our fingernails, you could say, are pure in their purpose. They're pure in pure consciousness. Because it's not informed by any other construct. It just simply is. I won't say any more about that because possibly the notion of pure consciousness is different for different people. But I just wanted to define it for myself for the purposes of this podcast. So when I say pure consciousness, think about the fingernail not having a smile on its face or not even having a face, not even having awareness that it should have a face. Not even having awareness that a thing like a face exists in the universe, ever. Because it is pure in its purpose within a given time and space. Pure consciousness. Mm, Interesting. And we can now get away with using the word consciousness in that regard because it's kinetic, because there's we are made up of matter. The universe exists in part because of the matter that makes us up and everything within the matter, within the, within the framework of that construct or we would refer to as the human body is vibrating, moving. All the cells are interacting with each other, not chunks of rock. And even if we were chunks of rock, the cells within chunks of rock are moving as well. A lot less vigorously, but they are moving. So everything's moving. So we can't say that things are are pure, just simply pure. There needs to be some dynamic part of this, of organisms, or dynamic part of any thing that's cell-constructed that suggests that it's dynamic in some way. And also purposeful. So I use the word consciousness. And it ties in really nicely with the next point when I come to answer the question. Remember, I'm answering the question Aoife has asked. And she said, she's asked me, Dad, is it possible? If you ask the universe for something, do you, does it, do you get it? Does the universe give it to you? And so far I've said, kind of no not in the way that I think many people believe it happens I've used this term pure consciousness because I like to connect with some aspect of our own intellect so I use this word consciousness Hmm. alright So what are you suggesting, Adam? That's what people are thinking right now. They're thinking, are you suggesting that that something of that pure consciousness, which is the universe, which is what the universe is made up of, 
is also within us. Oh, yes, yes, that's what I'm suggesting. Yes, we are all representative of the same pure consciousness that we ask when we say, hey, universe, can you help me out? Mate! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are the universe that we are asking. We are not separate. Many people sit and they meditate and they um and whatever else conceive themselves being caught up in the energy that is beyond this realm or somehow exists as a big pool of magic that the earth bobbles around in that's somehow separate to us well it's not not only are we the universe and the even the scriptures talk about this the scriptures say we are made in the likeness of and we exist at once and god is omnipresent and all this sort of stuff it's all the same bizzo mate we are the universe and not just when we choose to be we are wholly completely without the ability to be otherwise pure universe pure consciousness and it doesn't matter about your awareness of that in yourself it doesn't make no difference you are that anyway and that's because we have people in the society who are successful and some of them will say oh it's spiritual it's about connecting to this this greater energy and being you know and asking the universe things and then you've got people who are like I I just get up in the morning mate and I just go to the get in the car and I go to work and I make money make a lot of money that's what I do I don't think about all that stuff it's like well how can these two well apparently disparate contradictory approaches work Uh, it must be because at some intrinsic level they are activating in themselves the power of the universe the power of the universe hmm. interesting very interesting in your kids ears a nesting yeah. a bit of an M&M fan just a little bit just a little bit so okay <sighs> Don't go asking the universe for anything. All right? What a load of nonsense. You're asking, you're just talking to yourself anyway. So you might as well just talk to yourself. Talk to yourself, however, in a way that understands that you are connected to everything. Hmm. 
not easy to do, but if you listen back over everything I've said so far, I think the key to that is hidden within it. And that's a get out of jail free card for me because I'm not going to go back over stuff. Because we want to know what happens next, Adam. Okay, all right, I accept that I am the universe that I'm talking to and it's about me asking me to do stuff and it's like, oh, well, all right, how do, I, how do I do it, mate? Well, you've said a key word there, Aoife. I'm assuming that was the way Aoife would continue the conversation. Remembering, of course, that I'm speaking, saying all this for the purposes of preparing myself for the, for the, the big questions that my little darling Ufa Daisy Jacobs, oh, she's so gorgeous, is going to ask me. <laughs> she's going to say, how's it, what's it? And I said, you've said a key word there, love. Ask. Ask. Nothing happens if nothing happens. You have to ask a question. Otherwise, the universe that is you is not going to know what to do. Do. And this is the biggest problem I have with, you know, understanding the universe and asking the universe, which is all that nonsense, nonsense, is that people sit on their yoga mats and they go, universe, I want bigger boobs or whatever it might be, or I want to go out with that girl, or, or I want another job, or... That's, you're just mumbling to yourself. It's all you're doing. You are forming the words of a question, but you're not asking for anything. You're not asking for anything. I said, but I am, Adam. If I write that down, it would have a sentence with a question mark at the end of it. I'm asking. I said, that's one ingredient of the kind of question that you need to ask that is sympathetic with the way you work. And when I say you work, with the way the universe works and the universe works this way. It's very, very simple. Everything must move through a process. You have to be connected to the life cycle of everything, even a question, even an idea, even a concept. Now, we know that insects, they grow, they start off as little maggots and then they grow legs and wings and they fly around and then they make more eggs and then they die. Life cycle. Everything has a life cycle. If you're sitting on your yoga mat asking the universe for more hair on your head, that's not even the beginning of any cycle of anything. That's, that's a little spark that may turn into a cycle of some kind, possibly, but it's not in itself a question. So if we understand that you have to ask the right question, which is really, really, really important, then we can say, okay, well, what's, what's the question look like? How does it struct, what's its stru structure is it? What, how do, what, what are the ingredients of this question, Adam? And I'll say, well, I've already told you actually Everything in the universe has to move through a cycle. Move through a process. We are committed to processes. That's why we get old.
because it's a process and that's why the universe expands because it was informed by a thing that starts with T anyone anyone time 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 began with the everything else wasn't it like time was like kicking around in a infinite void just saying oh I think I might create matter yeah I think I might do some matter creating and maybe a couple of planets and stuff yeah alright that did not happen that did not happen Time was, began as with everything else. Time ba- began with everything else. And so everything that began with it is subject to its effects, which is to decay, degradation, re- rebirth, regeneration, s- division, separation. All of these process verbs. Process verbs. It sounds like a chapter out of title of the chapter out of my autobiography process verbs by adam jacobs right you get me so you have to be in a process and that's the way because the question that's and it makes perfect sense you're just speaking the language of everything else then aren't you so instead of sitting on your yoga mat or your couch and fumbling away on your laptop uh, getting your CV all in line and up to date that you haven't done anything you haven't informed anything you got to then you got to go to the library or the school or your office or whatever and then you got to hit the print button and then you've got to put the CV in an envelope and then you've got to put the address on the envelope and you've got to send it to the person and then you've got a couple of days later you've got to ring up that person you've got to follow up and then that person says I don't know if we have anything at the moment then you say look can I come in and see you anyway just for a quick chat I'd much appreciate it and then you sit down you have a chat with that person you speak about what other areas of interest you might be suited for that is connects with what they know or who they know or what they do and then you exploit a little bit of their network to expand your network and then that leads you on to somebody else and then then that somebody else says well if you come and work for us for for a couple of days and we'll, we'll try your trial you out and then you go and do that and in the process of doing that you think to yourself well i like to be more you know in this direction so then you ask them about this address and then you just never stop. You never stop working the angles that's of all the things that are associated with the objective, with the thing that you asked the universe for in the first instance. You just keep pushing through the steps so you can build a proper process. You can have a complete as possible process experience then the universe is listening the universe is going oh this is a, this is a cycle created here there's a there's a sense of us going somewhere and finalizing things and developing ideas and 
all of that, you know? I can feel it. Now the universe doesn't do that. And there's no such thing as cycles anyway. The cycle that you're referring to, that where you're born, then you live and then you die, there's no such thing, you don't ever die, no one ever dies. Parts of us, we change, parts of us become discarded because ultimately we are just all working towards a pure consciousness which doesn't have anything to do with personality or self or a sense of awareness like you would have. You know, you're not going to go to your... your um, we're going to see your grandma in heaven You know, wearing the same apron. That's not going to happen, I don't believe, personally, myself. You're going to become something else. Hmm. Anyway, you can take or leave that. That doesn't really matter. There's no denying the fact, however, that you're working through a process and the more that you can build your desires into some sort of step-by-step experience, a step-through experience that looks like a, 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 a process, the thing that grows and, and develops, then the more you are in tune with the, just the laws of the natural universe, the natural laws of the universe or just the laws of the physical universe. Laws of the physical universe! Thermodynamics and all that, you know. Hmm. And now, little Aoife, Daisy, she probably won't ask this question because she's she'll get it, you know, she'll switch it on. But some of you might be listening to this, and I do, I have a total of three listeners listening to this and saying, but that just, that just sounds like work. It sounds like work. You just, you work for what you want. That's all you're saying, Adam. And that's exactly what I'm bloody saying. Excuse me. Excuse my language. That's exactly what I'm saying. Without that energy going into something, uh, there's no listening happening. If you want to speak about it in those terms, if you want to say to yourself, you know, I, I, I like the idea that the universe is something other force outside of us all is listening well if you stubbornly committed to that idea then let me say this you are not going to receive an answer unless you work in some way with the way the universe as you perceive it works you've got to speak the same language and the language of the universe is not verbs and nouns and adjectives and punctuation the universe the what the universe will be like what 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 you want is you want to speak the universe's language and it's really, 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 really simple, really easy. 
really easy. What language does the universe speak? Adam, please tell me. I need to know. Uh, okay. It speaks the language of action. What? What? Does what? It speaks the language of action. If you must accept the universe as being this force, like in Star Wars, that will deliver your dreams to you, then at the very least, learn to speak its language. And the language of the universe is one of action. I say, oh, I refuse to believe it. Oh, okay, then. So you refuse to believe that the, the universe is expanding. You refuse to believe that we're racing through space at an astronomical speed relative to other astral bodies around us, of course, because there's no central point from which we are moving necessarily because we're all subject to uh, various gravitational fields and forces relative to other matter in space. We're not literally all racing away from the Big Bang in, some, in, a, in a direct line. And also the universe, our universe, is actually spiralling through space. Spiralling through space in like a helix type situation. And that's why we don't really have complete cycles. There's no closed circuit in the natural world. When we die, we don't just, we don't altogether die. We keep, uh, there's a, a certain amount of kinetic activity still taking place all the way until we become um, particles again all the way and it keeps going like that's the nature of that's that's the bizarre thing with quantum mechanics as i understand it is that there seems to be a lot of activity at a subatomic level that we can't explain so everything has energy and everything keeps moving so we don't have closed cycles we are in a helix life exists in a helix type of cycle where if you look at it from the top it does look like a circle but you look at it from the side it looks like a spring the never-ending spring which is the other thing we can't do we can't conceive infinity human beings aren't able to conceive it Maybe we can't perceive it. Maybe we can't perceive infinity. Literally, we could not perceive it. But maybe we can conceive it. The greatest space that we could conceive, I suggest to you, is inside us. And people attempt to get there through meditation. But we have a universe inside us. We do because it's the same because we are the universe. We are made up of the very thing that we look at when we gaze at the stars. It's all one. Next time you meditate, close your eyes and imagine yourself in a inner space that is infinite. Best way to do that is to think nothing. And that's the power. It's interesting with meditation, isn't it? This idea of thinking nothing because the universe is not, doesn't respond to that. 
And that's what's powerful about meditation, is that we disconnect from purpose. And our purpose is to do nothing more than to move through a process, to motivate process. That's all we do. And I think that meditation gives us a break from that in more in profound ways that we are yet to fully understand. Accept that there's an infinite space inside. Accept that Accept that it is the same universe to which we are connected. Accept that when you speak to the universe, you are actually speaking to yourself. Accept that when you ask the question of the universe, that it has to take a particular form. You have to speak the language of the universe, which is not all this noise and words and stuff. It's action. Print the CV, stick it in an envelope, write the address, etc., etc., etc. All those little acts, all a part of starting the machine of a, of a cycle that will have an end. Once you've got the machine ticking over and it's going, it can then move towards somewhere. But if you never start the machine, it's never going to go nowhere, mate. It's just going to sit in your head and rust. Hmm. Alright, so that's how that works. Uh, I hope there's something in there for years. For years. I'll, uh, I will definitely be referring uh, Little Eva Daisy Jacobs to the link to this podcast because I don't know if I could say all that again. I'm sure I could in some way or another. I've been Adam Jacobs. I tell jokes on stage and I do other things as well. And I'm starting a room in the city very soon. The Elephant Wheelbarrow. Thinking that this uh, September, September 13. It is today, 2018. So, anyway. Look for me, Adam Jacobs. I'll be telling you people about it on the portals. Bye.